Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up the heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. Welcome back to the boiling point, Dave. Good to see you, man. It's it, it's funny, like be, before uh, before you came on, our our incredible next guest uh, and I were just having a little chit chat about how you and I used to do the boiling point for years in the same room. But uh, yeah. COVID has uh, created a, a rift between us, uh, a rift of convenience, and um, uh, I don't want to say laziness, but it's it's just a little bit easier this way. Oh, it is. Although I'm just seeing you in the flesh. Yeah, me as well. Me as well. We we see each other once in a while, but it it has been a while. Yeah. Um, But I I got some good news. What's that now? My my parents arrived. I haven't seen them in a year and a half from the Yukon. And uh, that's part of part of my excuse about being scrambling a little bit here was uh, is uh, I'm in in an apartment in the bottom of our house where we I do a lot of work and I do this podcast and this is where they stay. So, um, so it was a little bit of guys. You kind of, you kind of got to go before I turn the video on. <laughs> but we, you may, we you got... may see them, uh, uh, them walk behind me. Uh, oh, it's all good. Yeah, all but good. I, I expect that a lot of people had like it was. I was at the airport, and we were uh, welcoming them with my kids, uh, our kids, and um, and I, I saw a lot of people, you know, kind of emotionally greeting people, and I just thought this is playing over and over all around the world where people are being reconnected after months you know and we live four time zones away from each other um but it, you know in a way nothing's changed but you know lots has too mm-hmm. right so, oh my um, gosh yeah no that's <clears throat> that's yeah. a really interesting experience especially i haven't been to an airport in a year and a half so uh um may, maybe when, when you and i see each other next it'll be just as emotional I yes yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Re- I've seen you more than I've seen my, my parents in the last year and a half. Okay. Score one for Greg. Um, so speaking of reconnection, um, I've been reunited with uh, a, a good old friend of mine, Katrina. Uh, I always say German, but she's probably going to uh, uh, correct me by saying German or uh, German or something like that. But K- Katrina and I uh, go back to uh, some really cool conferences uh sustainable brands uh, in San Diego and San Francisco. And to be honest with you, I don't know how we met. We might've met at the little Tiki bar or maybe, maybe Jerry Pond introduced us. I can't even remember, but we will find out in a moment. And Katrina is rocking it with um, inspiring women in entrepreneurship and specifically women uh, getting access to venture capital. So uh, really exciting uh, stuff going on. And I'm, Totally stoked to get an update. And the cool thing about, you know, bringing in old friends is, you know, we're just about to start getting, giving each other our updates, but I mean, it's better just to press record and make a podcast out of it. Right. So Katrina, welcome to the Boiling Point podcast. Uh, it's been a long time. It's so good to see you. I am as emotional as Dave was at the airport to, to see your beautiful face here, here on the Boiling Point. Oh, I'm so pleased to be here. I, I just love connecting with you and, and I'm really excited to just have a conversation and we'll share it with everybody. I love it. That's that's great. Okay, well, first question: Did, did I pronounce your name wrong? Nope, you got it right, Katrina. Oh. Simple, simple German. Yeah, just like the nationality. <laughs> so, so last week, uh, I, I, another friend of mine who I've met recently, I totally butchered their name on the podcast. It was it was Jimmy, 
And oh. uh, don't even ask me to say his last name right now. It's it's, it's Matt Lotz. But yeah. Yeah, I, I realize it because, you know, it's you get to know people one on one. And uh, uh, it's be- become a boiling point thing where, you know, Dave, Dave will, will uh, get me to introduce somebody with a strange last name or hard to pronounce one. And, you know, <laughs> that sort of thing. So we, uh, could- we had one episode <laughs> early days where I could not get this guy's name straight. So I said it, I would say it really quickly. And, uh, and then a couple of listeners caught on. Dave, just don't say his name at all. Cause you're not fooling anyone. <laughs> I, I was, I was just saying, you know, like, and, and it was so, it was so ridiculous actually. So at least Greg is honest about it. <laughs> oh my gosh. That, that's so funny. So Katrina, what, uh, for Dave's sake, what, why don't you uh, give a little bit of a bio and I'd love it if you can include it starting from the one story uh, land where you and I got connected as storytellers uh, and maybe through Jerry Pond. I don't know, but like, let's start there. <laughs> yeah, no, I love that. I love that. So I'm Katrina German <laughs> and, uh, and I'm a social impact entrepreneur. Uh, I always say I make good ideas louder. That's sort of my personal tagline. Hmm. But right now I am on a mission to change the trajectory of the internet. And I know that that sounds pretty lofty and I'm based in Saskatchewan. So it feels like, how is that possible? We've got some really cool things that we're doing and, and my background, uh, you know, I I came, you know, my my first jobs were in nonprofit and spent a lot of time in that space. And then I moved into uh, uh, having a, well, actually social media space. I I started to learn how to make things trend on Twitter and have, you know, some fun little kind of before it was actually a profession. I'd be like, Hey, there's this thing called Twitter and uh, you know, you might be able to make money on it as a business and all that kind of thing. And, and then uh, I actually moved into uh, having a tech company and that's when you and I met. so that tech company was called One Story. Um, and what we did is we told stories of people around the world around impact and, uh, and what that meant for people. So we worked with uh, large scale organizations, change organizations from around the world, like United Nations Women used us to tell the story of men standing up for women's rights in Albania. Uh, we worked with the Salvation Army to talk about stories about homelessness. We worked with um, CBC to talk about murdered, missing Indigenous women, you know, pretty much mm-hmm. every sort of social impact story. Uh, our platform allowed people to sort of crowdsource their video stories and create little documentaries and that sort of thing around their the, the impact, you know, that a lot of these causes and issues are having on their lives. And uh, so it was a really incredible journey. Unfortunately, that went under in 2016, I think. And uh, so since then, I've, I've kind of bumped around. I've helped a lot of uh, different technology startups get to commercialization of actually about 70 of them. <laughs> and I've, uh, wow. I've uh, um, done a lot of uh, work with uh, clients and we, we do digital strategy primarily, but we work with people around North America and we work with impact uh, entrepreneurs. Like how can we make the world better using communications? So that's, that's basically me in a, in a nutshell. And 70. So <laughs> let, let, let's just put a pin there for a second and, and talk about this a little bit. <clears throat> so w- what does that actually look like? Uh, yeah. Yeah, well, at that time, I was actually working for a government agency uh, who was just, you know, this is in the earlier days of sort of technology development in Saskatchewan. We didn't have an, we we were just setting up our first incubator here, that sort of thing. And so there were a lot of people who were just starting out their projects, weren't really sure next steps, you know, because setting up a technology company is a little bit different than a lot of other businesses and industries. So I was able to, through that position, work with them to be like, hey, here's your next step. Hey, here's a connection to the person you need to talk to next, you know, that sort of thing. Thing. And it was very exciting to see, you know, you know, many of them didn't make it. A lot of startups don't, but you know, it, you know, it was just exciting to see people have that passion and take it to that next step and try to make something happen. Yeah. Where, whereabouts in Saskatchewan are you? 
I'm actually in Saskatoon. So yeah, yeah. But uh, pre-COVID, I was on the road constantly. That's why I always got to see Greg and all these fabulous cities, you know. Right. But so and we, we even uh, co-rented some Airbnbs. Uh, did, yes. and, and Dave, you're going to love this. Uh, Dave, you remember Sally Ying? Uh, oh, yeah. 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 So, so we're... She's now, I think. Yeah. Um, or yeah, I think so. And we were in San Francisco and got... There's one of these beautiful Airbnbs, like probably like a $10 million house. Who knows? But uh, I showed up late, like a day late or something. And uh, I come in, there's uh, Katrina and then my, uh, my colleague, John. And uh, I got a, uh, I put a Facebook thing out or something that, I, that I'm here. And then Sally sends me a note say, I'm in San Francisco too. So she comes over and uh, we, we had a glass of wine. It was, it was all nice. And then Katrina, t- take the story over from there. Well, I was, yeah, I was actually at the G20 summit uh, for entrepreneurship for young, the YEA summit, young entrepreneurs. I, I don't fit qualify for that anymore, but I was there in Berlin and, uh, you know, there was about 15 uh, Canadian delegates there and, and uh, we're all hanging out and chit-chatting with this lady, having a great time. I just I couldn't shake the feeling I knew her. And sure enough, we drilled down and that was Sally. <laughs> so we, uh, we ended up, uh, yeah, just having this full connection point. So we were in Berlin hanging out, talking about Greg and how much we missed that guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's See, hilarious. Th- this is why I love having world. people like you on the podcast because it makes me feel so so good and warm and, and, and wanted. <laughs> And that's good. That's a good thing. Um, the other good thing is um, that what you want to do to support uh, women in, uh, you know, in VCs and, and that's really, what tell, tell us more about what's kind of lit that passion within you and, and what, what does that look like? And, and anything about like any, any way you could educate us, because I, I, I have a sense that there might be um, some, some inequality there, but I don't, I don't know it uh, to be honest. Absolutely. So maybe I'll start by telling you a little bit more about ethical digital and then how that sort of fits in. Sure. So, so basically, um, you know, I was doing a lot of digital strategy. I just, you know, it sort of fell into it. I kept getting clients. The next thing I knew I was developing a business. <laughs> and so as I was doing that, especially, you know, when the, you know, all the, the end of, you know, Trump and uh, masks versus anti-masks, like the internet was a pretty yucky place. People were not treating each other very properly. And this is an area that I've been actually quite concerned about for a while about how uh, our digital media is actually influencing us, our democracy, our our well-being. And so I had this feeling, I was just like, oh man, like, you know, are we going to be the next smoking company? Because I have like digital strategy and, you know, putting this out. I, I just needed to explore it and understand it a little bit better. So uh, at this point too, the social dilemma came out and, you know, I've been talking and writing about these types of topics for a long time, but um, actually having that, uh, that platform where a lot of people from the public were suddenly understanding some of the issues that were coming out from these technology platforms, mm-hmm. it suddenly made the things I was talking about not be like totally crazy. It was suddenly like, no, I have some baseline <laughs> information you know I, I get this now what you're talking about so I'm like now is the time so we we launched the digital or sorry the ethical digital initiative in January and the whole idea behind it is again we want to change that trajectory of the internet so like again I know that sounds crazy but we have a whole bunch of initiatives and we're just getting started to to really take this that that direction so one of them is the idea around venture capital and uh, venture capital actually funds the internet so all the big companies when you hear they do these million multi-million dollar raises that's coming from venture capital and well an angel investment and there's whole structures there but anyway the 
the venture capital piece is really important. However, and estimates vary. There's only about 13% of women involved in venture capital who are actually making decisions. And mm. we know that for a culture to shift, it has to get to at least about 30%. And then the culture shifts and things kind of happen differently. And like tends to invest in like, right? You know, you, you kind of <laughs> like, yeah. if you're like, hey, I know, you know, this guy's talking about you know, some sort of project that's, you know, with some sort of, I'm I'm generalizing here, but some sort of sport that you maybe know about, you might be like, hey, I know about this, I'm willing to invest in it. But a lot of, for example, like women tech founders, we actually have really low, there's only about 5% of women who are tech founders in Canada, by the way. Um, So that also needs to increase. If tech is is going to be the future of all industries, we need all people involved in creating that technology. So that's another area we're working on. But in the meantime, coming back to the funding of things, we want more women involved in venture capital so that we can just see what happens in terms of what types of projects they fund and what that has for an impact on the internet going forward. Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, Four Kids Flashback. Four Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at Four Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. So yeah, we're actually working with a, a great, awesome venture capitalist from San Francisco. His name is Neil Dempsey. He's incredibly passionate about this topic, getting more women onto boards, into venture capital, into different places. And so we're working with him to do a massive research project around it, as well as what I call big action. You know, what can we actually do to to make these changes and, and get people committing to making these changes? So is, um, is Ethical Digital um, like... A, a nonprofit or an association, or is this the business, Katrina? That- Actually, it's it's the business. Awesome. We're running awesome. a social, yeah, just a social enterprise because we, you know, we do have that business line in terms of what we're doing. Like, uh, digital strategies are core part of our business, but we're like, hey, we want to not just do our core part; we want to do more. We want to understand this space and and actually influence it. I was just going to say, like, I, I mean, it's it's interesting how you describe the trajectory of like, you know, kind of interest and and, and knowledge and using the social dilemma and, and that sort of thing. Um, and maybe I, I just feel like I feel like that I feel like the topic's been out there for quite a while, like you said, like, I know you've been you sounds like you've been writing about it and researching it. Um, but I, but I, I certainly felt in the last couple, you know, maybe, yeah, like probably since the pandemic. Um, just backing away from certain platforms and being more interested in other platforms. And I'm like, I, I, I honestly haven't been, I don't think I've logged into Twitter in months mm-hmm. as an example. Cause I just felt like, ugh, I just felt mm-hmm. weird on that one. You know, like LinkedIn, I feel comfortable with always have um, Facebook, not so much, you know what I mean? So, but, it, but, it, but the, the discourse seemed to have really changed and, and, you know, you hear like, I mean, learning about things like uh, doxing and all this sort of thing is crazy. And uh, it's, it's actually kind of frightening. And and what I what I found really interesting, Katrina, is as someone who's um, not you know super high you know technical and and not really comfortable with digital platforms, but also trying to help my kids navigate this world, like a, a teenager, you know, fourteen, almost fifteen, and a eleven, almost twelve year old, 
And it's been, it's been challenging because we didn't grow up with it. In some ways, they're, I find they're a lot more sophisticated than we are okay. um, and, and knowledgeable. But I think there's, I, I, I'm just curious what you think about that topic, about this, you know, kind of what, how this is forming, um, you know, kind of what is, you know, the, the, the importance of connection, but also what, what, you know, kind of the dark side of it as well. Is that, is that making sense? Am I, am I Completely. Yeah, no, I get exactly what you're talking about. I have two teenagers as well. And I actually get asked this question pretty regularly. So yeah, one of our other projects that, you know, we're doing is actually around this idea of social media and well-being. So we've worked with the University of Saskatchewan to create one of the largest databases of um, academic research around social media and well-being. Like how does it affect sleep? How does it affect Mm self-esteem, anxiety, depression, you Mm -hmm. know, different age groups, Mm -hmm. uh, different platforms? How do they affect you? So that's, you know, part of some of our initiatives that we're doing going forward too. And a big part of that is realizing that even our generation is affected differently than our teenagers, uh, just because, you know, we actually remember a world where the internet wasn't there. You know, we have an entire line of information and things that we've grown up with. Whereas a lot of our teenagers, not all of them, but a lot of them, it's, it's completely ingrained in, in, in their experience of growing up and, so that can have really positive things if you have a great positive community online, or if you're if you even have like sort of pre disposition to anxiety or um, you know depression, it can actually enhance that. You know, so there's a lot of different studies that are showing these pieces. Another thing we're seeing with teenagers that's pretty huge is uh, this idea of FOMO and not sleeping because for some reason a lot of these conversations that are happening people don't want to miss are actually happening very late at night. Right. And uh, you know, so there's some really serious issues. So I always say to like the biggest thing that you can do is kind of keep that open dialogue with your children because you know, my kids are, my kids are very tech savvy and, you know, I tried, I've tried different things. Like there's uh, some software out there called bark, you know, it's kind of for younger kids that you can put it on their devices and it'll give you um, any notifications. If there's anything that's coming up, that looks a bit sketchy, like if they're being bullied or they're talking about something that's a little bit out of line, you know, you get a notification. So it gives your kids some freedom yet, you know, they can do it. My kids were smart. They just totally hacked right around it. <laughs> just, <laughs> and like, just ignored it completely. Like, you know, they're like, nice try, mom. <laughs> and so, and, and Dave, and that's what Dave, because yeah. yeah. Dave's, Dave's kids are, are brilliant. And yeah. uh, Liam in particular is uh, like, he, he he could code uh, circles around Dave, you know, just in uh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's funny too because oftentimes I see Dave frustrated because he's got these really nice microphones and stuff for the podcast, but uh, uh, oh, is it you that steal, steals his microphone or vice versa? No, no, he's stealing and gaming and time. oh yeah, and then the internet like, gets really bad when we're doing the well, podcast because yeah, and like gaming so right, hard. Yeah, like right now is an example. Like he's he's in the next room playing games. To his credit, he was up and he exercised and he was out with my parents and playing tennis and all stuff. So it's fine. Um, but uh, I'm like I have to, these internet battles all the time, these Wi-Fi battles, and you know all this crazy <laughs> stuff. Um, but I'm just fat, and I'm, you know what? I'm really you know like and to bring the male female thing. A couple things. One is um, um, he was on a, a TV show called Canada Smartest Person Junior, and, um, and and he's one of the smartest kids in all of Canada. So uh, well, I, I don't know. He's he certainly did well, and, and it was a fun experience, and it was fun for the family and for him, and, and it was it was generally very positive. What was interesting was there was some haters out there, you know, that would tear these kids down uh, for no apparent reason, at least from my perspective, because they're always really nice kids that are just, you know, trying to be, you know, win this TV game show, right? Which is, you know, it's not, 
exactly, you know, it's, it's entertainment, right? Let's just put it that way. So, um, but what it was interesting to listen to him is, is I, I said, are you okay? Because he's got this bright red hair and, you know, it could be a target for certain things, right? And he was like, well, dad, if you're going to be famous, I mean, you're going to have some haters. That's the way it goes. Nice. Like, just rolled with it. Like, and I was yeah. like, are you sure? You know, and he was like, yeah, like he got, like, he's almost like he was a badge of honor, right? Yeah. For him. Yeah. And then, and then, but what was interesting, Katrina is my daughter um we we have kind of a different level of scrutiny around like so she and i uh, you know i don't think she'd mind this well she probably wouldn't want to be crazy about me sharing this but you know she sent this really silly picture to her friends and made it a profile picture of her sticking her tongue out and it was just it was innocent as all get out but you know a couple of the other mothers said you know you should be careful of this picture and you know what it suggests and it was the most (laughs) awkward conversation and sad conversation Uh, to have with your child to try to explain to her this and I mean, you must be running across this uh, in some of the research, but it was just, for me, I was just like, how brutal is this? Like, and yet I'm not having the same conversation with my son, right? About like, for, you know, what kind of a profile. That's a good point, Dave. In. Yeah, absolutely. No, and, and I think like that's just the nature of it too, right? If you think about <laughs> growing up probably in our generation, there was probably still that, you know, you'd be like, hey, you know, giving different advice to a young woman compared to a young man, you know, but now there's that extra layer where, you know, if I made a mistake, you know, when I was a teenager, you know, my family, maybe my community would know about it here, you know, you make a mistake, you do something, you know, you put something out and, yeah. you know, if you have enough followers, there's always going to be someone who's offended always. You know? <laughs> and so uh, it's just one of those things where, you know, there is that constant, it just takes that layer of pressure around this from both the parenting side and the child side and to that extra level. But I think ultimately, like, I don't think it's going to be going away. So I think it's, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, they have to be learning these skills as they're moving forward um, and how to be dealing with this. You know, you, you, as you mentioned, there's, you know, there's a lot of bad things, you know, about the internet, but there's also a lot of good things about the internet. Yeah, we, want right. our, you know, we want our kids to experience the good things, the education, right. the connection points, like, my son taught himself how to, you know, mine cryptocurrency, <laughs> like, oh, just, wow. you know, through online. Right. I, I, who's paying for the energy bill? Yeah, no, exactly. I know. Tell me about it. Yeah. Hopefully you're getting paid yeah. in Bitcoin. Yeah. yeah. Not, hey, hold on here. I should be like negotiating a little bit better. But, but uh, yeah. So anyway, like there's, you know, there's like good things about with the education and all that kind of stuff, but exactly what you're saying. And, you know, my kids, even though we've been talking about this since they were little, they've screwed up quite a few times, like, you know, in terms of just putting things that are, well, frankly, inappropriate online and things like that. But it's just, Every time those things happen, you know, it's, it's almost the same as parenting in other times where it's just like, it's a learning experience. Now, unfortunately, sometimes the consequences of this can be a lot deeper than we'd ever, ever want, or even understand the experience of, but hopefully most of the transgressions are going to be fairly light and a learning experience. So, so Katrina, that's really interesting. Like we're, we're talking about parenting right now and kids on, online and the, how that impacts uh, your business uh, with ethical digital Um are you working with clients to help them figure out how they should show up in a way that's not going to cause damage or yeah, you know, I'm curious about what the profile of your client would be like, who's coming to you with what type of challenges? Absolutely. So, you know, again, we're just getting started with this area. So we haven't quite <clears throat> into the, what can we do about the kids section, but it was definitely on our roadmap, but the, um, we're, we're mostly working right now is with a lot of uh, businesses who just want to do better, as I mentioned. So we have, we call them leaders in innovation. So it's a lot of people who are supporting technology, you know, whether it's venture capitalists or government agencies, you know, things like that, or we have some tech startups who are, who are working with. And essentially that is exactly what we're doing is we're like, Hey, we now know the impact of the type of content that we're putting out. 
we can do better. And so, you know, that's, that's our baseline as we're creating the content and doing that type of work for people that they're, you know, actually contributing to the internet, but also seeing results for their businesses. And that's important. Like, I never think it has to be either, or I think it should be. And (laughs) And so, and so I think that that's, uh, you know, just, you know, a lesson and a message that can be learned. So we're actually developing a training for all, uh, you know, marketing professionals, whether they're internal in businesses or they're like a marketing agency or a freelancer um, to basically learn from this baseline information. And so we're aiming to launch that in January, 2022. Um, but the idea is that we, we want this to be a, something that's really impactful for people where they understand the impact of what they're doing and making a commitment to um, trying to put out even better content to make the world a better place. I always say there's like entire troll farms out there of people who are just trying to take people down and feel terrible. Mm, <laughs> like yeah. what if had all the average people out there who just want to make the internet a better place, bonding together to share a good information and really lift that space, then I think we're going to have a bit of power there. I, I love this, Katrina. And uh, um, for me, I well, my understanding is your potential client base could be global, right? Like you're absolutely, yeah. yeah this is we're this in a big is expansion zone. Yeah, I want I want to have some significant impact, so we're growing our business so that we can actually be able to service that impact. That's that's wicked. So, what's the best way for people to get a hold of you and also read your words as well? And oh, yeah. uh, we didn't even talk about the book. Yes. Let's talk about the book. Listen, <laughs> we always like to ask, ask our, uh, our guests, you know, what, what, how can people further research, but like, if you've got a book, this yeah. is probably the, be- Before, the best time. Is, is this your, is, have you written another book, Katrina, or is this your first book or? It is. Well, actually it's my second book. I wrote it oh, wow. quite a few years ago. Yeah. But before everybody else self-published, but anyway, this time, uh, this one's called action tracking and it's uh, master your digital marketing strategy in under 30 days. And the idea is just going through and, you know, going through a testing process of, you know, what, what kind of marketing messages are actually connecting with people uh, to ensure because a lot of small businesses out there who are having a tough time understanding how to, you know, connect and they might not be able to afford our services, but it's one of those things I still want to be able to be like, Hey, here's how you do it, you know, and, and give them and, and their teams those resources so that they can actually have an effective time online. Cool. So, uh, yeah, so that's basically the, the book action tracking, but yeah, if people want to, to find me, they can, they can find me at katrinagerman.com or at ethicaldigital.ca. And get the book. Get the book. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 Totally. Well, Katrina, this is, this is really exciting. And uh, this is not going to be uh, the last time we speak to you on the boiling point. Cause we're going to want to hear uh, in a number of months, how things are going and, uh, and uh, how many more female led uh, companies you've, you've led into the world of VC. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I'd like, it'd be fun to get, to go drill down into that particular topic a little more. I'm so I kind of took us off on the kids. Apologize for that. But I'm no, really, I think it's important. <laughs> I'm, I'm really curious about, about um, well, and part where I was going with that, I know we got to end here, but I was just talking about the difference between how I'm, how we're treating some topics with my, my son and my daughter. Mm-hmm. And, and, and that's, I think the beginning of, of, you know, um, it's a systemic could be setting. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I just want, and I, you know, and it's, I have, I personally am concerned about that. And I, cause I, because I, I I really appreciate how we're like you know at a Catholic church service and my daughter will go why are there no women up there like that's so weird you know and, and I was like that's a really good, good question good question like, I agree with you I I don't understand that either but there's certain <laughs> things certain places we go we take what we like and we kind of don't you know maybe ignore or or don't uh, don't let in the stuff we don't like um, so there's, there's a real you know real you know it's a neat that's a really great question for a young person to be asking um, so I just want to make sure we could we, we continue that and you can do anything you want to do and and uh, so I'd love to I'd love to get into that a little bit further at some point 
Yeah, completely. And I agree with you completely. And it's, you know, you're right. That's the beginning of that conversation. And, and yeah. there's a lot of systematic things that we need to be changing, but I think we're in the right place in the right time to start making those changes. Yeah. Well, that's good. It's exciting. That's very optimistic. So it, no, no, I, I can see why you and Greg are buddies. So thank you. <laughs> yes, I can't, I can't wait to see you in person, Katrina. It'll, it'll happen again, but we just have to coordinate our, uh, our post pandemic conference schedules again. And, uh, and hopefully, and, uh, hopefully Sally's listened to this and she can, uh, she can, oh, she can she'll be listening as well. Yeah. Hi Sally. I, I know you're listening right now. <laughs> we know you're listening. <laughs> uh, so Katrina, thank you so much for being on the boiling point and we will see you very soon. And thanks so much for sharing and everything that, uh, that you're bringing to the world. Thank you so much, Greg. Awesome. Nice see you later yeah. guys. Bye. Thanks for checking out this episode of boiling point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com and on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, visit Hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening and remember, keep that pot boiling. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.